Humans, 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 humans. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Sydney Hall Show. Earliest you can hear this is Friday, September 23rd, 2022. Folks, I've been doing a lot of interviews on Fridays lately. Been stepping up the interview game around here, trying to, you know, have some different kinds of segments, etc., etc. Today will not be one of those. One, the scheduling game is hard, dog. Two, two, I fell ill. I fell ill earlier earlier this week, and uh, nothing too crazy, but enough to sort of put me out of commish to really, to really do much besides try to rest. Don't worry, I'm fine. It wasn't COVID. Uh, so here we are, and what you know, we have a submission to the listener line. It's our boy Brian in Murray Hill. Of course, Murray Hill being a neighborhood in uh, Manhattan, New York. Just a little south of Grand Central Station. Okay, let's see what Brian has to say. Hey, Sid, it's Brian in Murray Hill. Uh, loving the podcast lately, really, really enjoying it. Uh, you know, particularly love that uh, you're getting this sort of society started here, American Mail, for uh, your suntanned crew. Um, but uh, I just wanted to compliment you because I think it's actually more original than you thought. I think you thought you were stealing it from a song, but the song actually uh, is saying, the suntanned crew cut all, Ameri- all American male. The suntanned crew cut all American male. Uh, so, yeah, like this is a totally original idea that you've had here. Uh, the suntanned crew called American male is all yours exclusively belongs to the Sydney Hollis podcast. You know, forget about Beach Baby. You don't need them. But I do love the sound bite, so I'd keep it. Um, I wish I could also say that I'm calling to join American Mail, but I don't think that I belong in any sort of suntanned crew. I'm a real shade hound. Even in New York City, I will, like, scoot by, like, the buildings on whatever side of the street I need to be on to avoid any sun whatsoever, um, which is surprisingly easy to do on the grid. Uh, but I was thinking maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just consider myself one of the founding members of American Pale. Uh, anyway, loving the pod. Uh, hope this finds you well. Looking forward to Friday's cast. Oh, one last plug. Uh, not for me. The U.S. men's national team. You want to talk about a suntanned crew of American males. Uh, the U.S. men's national team is playing their second-to-last tune-up game before the World Cup. Uh... Friday morning, uh, the 23rd, so the day of the cast, at 8.45. So, you know, people might be able to watch it live if they listen to your cast early enough or um, or even, you know, watch a replay of it. And then they're playing Saudi Arabia next week. And then World Cup in November, man. Uh, all right, so talk to you soon. Loving the cast. Well, folks... A bomb just got dropped. A bomb just got dropped. It exploded. You know, the flames sucked the oxygen from the room. It's hard to breathe. The sun tanned crew cut all American male. Folks. I knew this day would come. I had an inkling this day would come. 
but I kind of always, I kind of thought I could continue to get away with it. So, Brian, thank you for the call. Great call. Thank you for saying you like the soundbite. I appreciate the honesty. We are humans at this cast, you know, you know, uh, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys right back. I feel a little bit like Bernard Madoff or what I can imagine Bernard Madoff felt like when it all came out. So the stunt crew called American Male, frankly, you know, I've been a fan of that song for some time now and I've always thought, geez, those are some crazy words. And then when I thought, you know, we should just start a suntanned crew called American Male here at the show, I thought, well, let me just Google these lyrics to make sure some dopes at The Simpsons or some dopes at Family Guy or, you know, name a show that dopes work at. And I wanted to make sure no one else had done a bit about it yet. You know, not that we can't all have original takes on things that have had bits done about them, but I thought, let me just investigate a bit. Couldn't find anything. And then when I looked up the lyrics, now I don't always trust these lyric websites. A, Z, A to Z lyrics, Metro lyrics. There's plenty of misprints. Plenty of misprints. Well, Sid, how can you be so sure? Well, you listen to different versions of a song live performances, etc. You can sometimes hear words that aren't so clear. Nevertheless, I did come across a script that said the sunned, tan, crew cut, all-American male. And I just, uh, I buried it. I buried it. I thought, you know, this is what I'm hearing. Maybe no one will ever look this up. So I buried it. Much like a police officer or a prosecutor who's so full of their own Kool-Aid that they know a person did it, quote-unquote, no. And then they come across some evidence that could exonerate them, and they just, they bury it. Ah, the public doesn't need to know about that. So, Brian... Thank you for the post or, you know, the, the email, you know, this is a, this is an open format. It feels a little weird, you know, that, uh, wow. I'm like Mr. Rogers over here. I'm unzipping my coat to get a little more, a little more, uh, comfortable. Nevertheless, I never thought it would be one of you. You know, I thought we'd get so big and the public would eventually get us. I didn't think, didn't think that would come from inside. Brian, I guess you should be praised as a whistleblower, you know? It's, I feel a little stung. But nevertheless, here we are. Now, that's to say, do we trust all lyric websites? I don't. And do we trust that the members of the band First Class didn't sing the suntanned crew called American Male? I don't hear crew cut. Let's give it a listen. How about another? And one more for good measure. Crew, 
I guess you can make a case, you know, based on these lyrics websites. I've looked up a few. It's not just my least favorite two, Metro Lyrics and AZ Lyrics. I guess you can make a case, but I, I tell you, if you decide you're going to hear it one way, you hear it the one way. If you decide you're going to hear it the other way, you hear it the other way. Let's hear it again with the intro, shall we? Again, kind of hear what you want to hear, right? It's a tough one. Well, I did. I took the liberty. I took the time to do some investigating. So I looked up the video on YouTube. The particular video I looked up, or a video of them singing it, not the video. I don't think there is a the video for this. First Class, Beach Baby, 1974, uh, is is the title of this video. It also has HQ081507, in case you want to watch the same one as me. Two million views. And wouldn't you know, right when we get to the lyric in question, the, the lead singer kind of looks down. If this couldn't get any more confusing. Here we go. Looking right at us. Mugging to the camera. Very happy. Mug into the camera. Camera pulls out. He looks down and does a little dance with his hands and his hips. Something Conan O'Brien would maybe later be inspired by. Very weird. Anyway. Anyway, maybe. Well, not maybe. Before I say this idea, yeah, I guess this is how Madoff felt. A sense of relief. It's over. It's over. The information is out there. I don't have to lay awake at night wondering when someone's going to look up the lyrics. When, when is it all going to come crashing down around me? Now, in my case, I'm not going to federal prison. But maybe I was in prison until this moment. You always wonder what you have in common with billionaires, you know. Anyway, folks, I'm thinking now that part of being in the suntanned crew called American Male, and folks, that's the name I've heard. That's the name of the club. It does not mean it's inclusive to males. You can be male, female, whatever you want to call yourself. It's an inclusive club. It just has a cool-ass name. And now I think, not I think, I know, I'll put a flag in the ground here, that to be a member of the suntanned crew called American Male, it means you believe those are the lyrics. Just like that little boy in the Polar Express that can hear that bell ringing. Yes, I tan. Yes, I'm proud to call myself an American Male regardless of my own gender or lack thereof, whatever. But also, yes, 
I hear. The suntanned crew called all American male. I think that's what it means. Of course, I'm still a member of the club. The only other person to pledge their allegiance is Pat. We'll have to hear from Pat on where he stands on those lyrics. And then we'll see who else decides to join. Tanning season's slipping away from us. But this club can be year-round if you want it to. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for the call. That's Brian and Murray Hill, everybody. All right, so off to a fun start. Off to a fun start here at the show. Something I wanted to talk to you guys about. You know I'm a big antenna television guy. As we covered on my interview with Matt Kleinman, I guess I fit into that world of a cord cutter. I've not paid for cable since college. I have had it a few times. My first apartment after college, after I had lived there for four or five months, I was actually going to get the lowest, lowest uh, costing cable because it would have TBS because I wanted to watch some Braves games. And while I was on the phone with the cable company, I plugged in the coax cable to the back of my television and the cable was just on. And I immediately started backpedaling. I was like, you know what? I know I said that... um, you know, Thursday would be a good time to swing by, but I, I forgot I don't have my work schedule yet. So can I call you guys back? And I lived in Chattanooga for three years-ish, I think. And that was maybe my fifth or sixth month there. I had cable for free the whole time. And then in other places, I've just been an antenna guy, but I have to I have lived with a partner or two. They paid for cable. So I guess I wasn't a cord cutter in that way. But guess what? I am now. I've got my antenna, the modern, you know, digital antenna for the digital signal, that is. And, you know, I have various trades in the works to get ESPN or, you know, I pay for some of the things like Netflix or Hulu, you know, and various, various things. Nevertheless, I'm an antenna guy and I don't just stream all the time. I'd like to surf the channels. And in New York, we have a bunch. It's not just the major networks. There's like there's like three extra channels lumped in with each one. It's kind of fun. Some of them are called Rewind TV. Some of them are called... One of them's actually called Antenna TV, which is a funny name for a channel. Uh, and so on. One's called Laugh, L-A-F-F. One's called Movies exclamation point. Of course, you've heard me talk about that before if you've been with me from the beginning. This is all to say that this is classic old television. This is what I'm watching this and elderly people are watching this. I don't think there's many other 41-year-olds watching this, but maybe I'm way off base. Binge watching. The idea of binge watching, the idea of watching something in a lump way seems to be affecting the programming on antenna television. Now, I think maybe I've addressed this before, but on like classic good old CBS, I think it's CBS, they have like a bazillion different versions of FBI and they call it like FBI night now. So you can like, oh, it's FBI night. It's the way you can binge with an antenna without a streaming. Oh, we can just watch like two straight hours of FBI tonight. And these little tiny antenna television networks, Rewind 
is one. And then one, of course, aptly named Antenna. Antenna TV. They seem like they're in cahoots. And they've been doing this thing for the last week called A Very Special Episode. And it's all the old sitcoms they have. They have Who's the Boss. They have Growing Pains. They have Family Ties and assorted others. They're only showing, quote-unquote, very special episodes. You know, ones where someone gets into drugs and learns a lesson. Or There was, there was even one about, like, inappropriate sexual behavior uh, from a from a family friend uh, to one of the older older kids on Family Ties. I think she was like in college age, but nevertheless. Um, but it's so interesting for me. It's like, oh, they're kind of like, well, let's just give people a theme to park their asses on the couch for the weekend. I don't know. It just, it seems like binge watching culture making its way into classic programming. Like, oh, Every sitcom I watch will be sort of, like, strange. You know, they usually wheel in some character you've never, like, heard much from or of to do these special episodes. Of course, famous one in Growing Pains, they had our boy Matthew Perry from France, Chan the Man. He's in, like, a two-episoder, and he's a college guy that's dating Carol Seaver. And wouldn't you know, he has a couple of drinks, goes for a drive... Shouldn't have done that. He's in the hospital. It's going to be okay. He learned his lesson. Record scratch. He ends up dying anyway. Folks, that's... <laughs> that's what people must be in the mood for this week, or at least that's what you're going to get if you decide to do this form of programming. So you can watch a special Who's the Boss, a special Growing Pains, a special Family Ties. I just find it interesting. Are there, way, are there ways you've noticed binge-watching make its way into regular classic programming? Hit me up, listener line, at sydneyhollishow.com. Now, I have another question to pose to you humans. Of course, no interview today. This is just me getting after it with some topics. Venmo. Venmo is becoming more and more widely used. There are holdouts. There are still holdouts. I Listen, I'm as much of a drag my heels against technology guy as the rest of them. You guys know that about me by now. I adopted Venmo pretty early on. And I'm sort of like when someone says they don't have Venmo, I'm like, whoa. What's up with you? <laughs> I get real judgy real fast. But I was recently on a text thread with a bunch of guys, a bunch of old college bros, actually, that went to the Tennessee-Pittsburgh game a couple weeks ago in Pittsburgh. Tennessee Vols were playing an away game there. And it was a big trip I was invited on, and I just I couldn't go because of my job. And folks, that'll happen. That'll happen. Trying to pay off a little credit card debt here, so unfortunately I wasn't in a situation to just call out sick on some days that I'd asked for off and weren't approved. Nevertheless, I was still on the, the thread, and uh, I did buy a ticket early on, and uh, someone ended up buying off of me, so that was fine. But when the guy, one of the organizers, was like, hey, everyone needs to Venmo me this amount, someone wrote back, oh, I don't have Venmo. I'll just have to pay you cash when I get there. And I just thought, wow, still. 
Now, I live in New York, I know, fast pace, lots going on here. This dude probably lives in you know, the middle of Tennessee somewhere or something. So I guess there's some of that, but it seems very mainstream to me. Again, maybe I'm out of it. And I just thought, well, this dude's a big time holdout at this point. So that's a little odd. But the main reason I'm bringing up Venmo is, you know, off and on in my life, I've worked for cash tips. And, you know, when I think of someone that carries around a lot of cash, it invokes images of like, you know, the movie Goodfellas or people that work for tips that just happen to have a lot of cash on them. It's just not, people aren't into carrying boatloads of cash anymore. Now, there are exceptions. And when I go on vacation, I like to have a lot of cash on me because I like to be liquid, baby. Let's freaking go. I want to spend money every, every place I walk into. And I like to be a cash guy. But uh, since the pandemic, I've noticed, in addition to just the age that we're living in, less and less people have cash. And people sometimes want to tip in cash. Now, the interesting thing about Venmo is you have a chance on the app to respond. Now, when I'm the kind of guy, when I get tipped in Venmo, I'll hit the little heart, I'll hit them with a like, and then I'll hit them with a thank you. Why not, right? Digitize the relationship. And let's just say, regardless of your line of work, there's sometimes tips that are pretty standard, and then there's sometimes tips that are above and beyond. And then there's sometimes tips that are kind of in the middle, where they're like, they're big for a standard tip, but it's not above and beyond. What I'm trying to get at is, someone tips you pretty standard, you would just write, I would do, a little heart, Smash the heart, hit him with a heart, that's a like, and then hit him with a thank you. If someone goes above and beyond, just an incredible tip, I'll hit him with the heart and I'll say, thank you very, very much, really appreciate it, you know, something like that. The tricky part is that middle area. And I think I'm asking for your help on this one, humans. There's that middle area where it's a big tip, but it still falls into like big for a standard tip, you know, or maybe just above big for a standard tip, but it's nothing to gush over. It's nothing I would gush over in real life. I would say, oh, thank you very much. Very kind of you. Thank you. Right. I might say that. I'm not exactly going to write that on a Venmo. And you gush too much. You kind of undervalue your own work, right? You make it seem a little like if you gush too much, they might second guess that larger than average tip. Again, we're talking about one that's a little big on the standard end or just above the standard end. When it's when it's when it's clearly a huge tip, may as well gush. They know what they're doing, too. So I'm trying to find that perfect language to not gush because you want to encourage this kind of behavior. You don't want to make them feel like they paid too much. Thank you very much. You know, does the exclamation point cheapen it? Is a period too angry? Is no punctuation sloppy? These are questions. We're trying to convey an emotion here. I think what I've been doing is, thank you very much, exclamation point. <laughs> but it's something about it doesn't feel right. Anyway... Humans, 
that's the conundrum. That's the conundrum. Being a tip worker post pandemic, when carrying cash, when people carrying cash is at an all time low, at least as far as I'm concerned. Well, folks, we don't have an interview today. Like I pointed out, things got a little busy, and your boy here was feeling under the weather enough to uh, actually have to take some rest. And we all know that's very unlike me. But guess what? This is episode 99. I want to do something special for the 100th. I've been milling over some ideas. And I think that something that's important to me is that the 100th episode needs to feel like a celebration, like something very happy. And for that reason, I want to push off the 100th episode to a Friday cast next week, which would mean we'll have no cast this next this coming Tuesday, September 27th. And it's 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 selfishly, it's just for the reason that it's come on, if we're going to have a 100th episode, we want that to be on a Friday. We want people to be pumped going into the weekend. That's how I feel. Uh, so I will be skipping. We will here at the show be taking the Tuesday, the 27th cast off. There will be no cast this Tuesday. Uh, that's to give us just that sweet, sweet hundredth episode on a Friday. And, and frankly, I'm not taking any time away from my duties here. It will give me more time to lock down, come up with exactly what fun thing I we here the show are going to do for the hundredth so consider yourselves prepared and of course we do have a lingering homework assignment we have the sydney hollis show costume contest sydney hollis show halloween costume contest coming up submissions are due by wednesday morning october 26th you still have plenty plenty of time and of course it's an audio halloween costume contest there will be a prize. We're working on that. Maybe I can do a little work on that uh, with some of the extra time I hand, have on my hands next week. Of course, the things I'm between are Scotty from Boogie Nights and the masseur, the male massage therapist, Raymond, from a very particular episode of Seinfeld. I love his white outfit and gold belt. So come up with your ideas. Folks, Thanks for listening. It's been fun. This is 99. Can't believe we made it this far. Couldn't have done it without any of you. Uh, I'll see you next Friday for the 100th episode. That'll be on September 30th. Last day of September. 100th episode here. Have a great week. Have an awesome weekend. And we'll see you right back here in a week. Peace and love.